Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Provided by bensound.com. Welcome, everyone, to today's Earth Energy Forecast Show on this Tuesday, July 23rd, 2019. Thank you for joining us today, or if you're listening later to the podcast. I'm your host, Joan Sirio. Today's show goes to the heart of why I started Earth Energy Forecast. We are in a time of great change, and I feel it's imperative that we stay informed of the changes whether they be earth changes, climate changes, political and societal changes, the latest scientific research about the shift, or changes in consciousness, the subject of today's show. When I was in Sedona, I met Ian Lundgold, who introduced me to the teachings of the Mayan calendar. I shared his teachings in some of my workshops. Today, we will dive much deeper into the Mayan calendar with expert Dr. Carl Kellerman, who will share with us how human consciousness is evolving in the ninth and final wave of creation of the calendar. Dr. Carl Johan Kellerman was born in Sweden and received his PhD in physical biology from the University of Stockholm in 1984. He was mentored by a member of the Nobel committees and later became a senior researcher of environmental health at the University of Washington in Seattle. He has served as an advisory expert with the World Health Organization, WHO, and is quoted extensively in scientific literature. This scientific foundation became the launch pad for his other field of recognized expertise over the past 30 years, the Mayan calendar. It is this work that gives the greatest purpose to his life and renders his greatest service to humanity in these critical times. Dr. Kellerman's work is revolutionary in that he discovered within the calendar a logical progression and plan for the dramatic ebbs and flows of civilization's shifts that are evident throughout the timelines of humanity. Together with noted author and teacher Barbara Hanclough, their work has revolutionized our modern-day understanding of the mind calendar and our divine origin through an advanced interpretation of the relationship between science and spirituality. He has written five internationally published books on his findings, which are fundamental to understanding the greatest framework of human existence and the timely significance of the Mayan calendar. 
His latest books are The Global Mind and Rise of Civilization and The Nine Waves of Hello. 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 Hello.
Hello?
Okay, well, I'm wondering if you can hear me now. Um, we've had major technical difficulties, so um, I'm hoping to get Mr. Callaman back on and we can continue with the show. Wonderful. I, I think I can be heard. Amen. And if Mr. Callaman can come back on, then we will continue. We will continue with the show. All right, the show must go on. And uh, I I hope he will call back. I, I have asked him to call back again. If he doesn't, I will do my best to <laughs> give you some information today and, and then reschedule. Um, so... I don't know how much you heard of the show, and if I'm repeating myself, I certainly apologize. Um, I I thank you for all of your patience through all of this. Um, All we can do, (laughs) what we can do nowadays in these days of of change, because that's what we're doing, is living through the days of change. Um, So, today... Uh, it's July 23rd, 2019, and thank you for joining us today. And if you're listening later to the podcast, thank you then too. My name is Joan Serio. I am your host for today on this Earth Energy Forecast show. And today's show goes to the heart of why I started Earth Energy Forecast. We're in a time of great change, as I just said. And I feel it is imperative that we stay informed of the changes, whether they be earth changes, climate changes, political and societal changes, the latest scientific research about the shift, or changes in consciousness, the subject of today's show. Now, hopefully, in a moment, I'm going to have uh, Dr. Carl Kalman on the show. He's a Mayan calendar expert. Uh, and he's going to talk about uh, our current position, our place in the mind calendar, and, and uh, its role in human consciousness. So, uh, hoping that he will call in. Uh, when I was in Sedona, I met Ian Lundgold. And Ian uh, used to make jewelry, and he... Uh, would make Mayan jewelry, and by making all the Mayan glyphs, he got activated, activated his consciousness, and he kind of downloaded all this information about the Mayan calendar. Um, so he was he also studied under uh, Carl Kellerman, I believe. And um, he studied all about the Mayan calendar. This, this, you know, drew him in. And so uh, he would give lectures, and I went to a couple of his lectures about the Mayan calendar. And and I used to share his information when I did some of my workshops. And he would talk about uh, these nine cycles. And Dr. Kellerman calls, talks about them as nine ways, but Ian talked about them as nine cycles. 
And uh, as you progressed up these nine cycles, you would go up in consciousness. Now, they look like the steps of a Mayan pyramid. If you have ever seen a picture of a Mayan pyramid, you know that there's, there's steps that go up and it starts as a larger base and it gets smaller at the top. And um, so the first one, the foundational one, is what happened at the Big Bang. And that was the first cycle, as Mayan uh, Ian called it, or the first wave, as later uh, Dr. Kellerman called it. And um, I'm just typing to Mr. to Dr. Kellerman right now, if you'll just pause for one second here. And I, I so apologize for what's happening today. And so this first level took 1.26 billion years for us to go through a consciousness cycle. So we were, you know, this is at the time of single-celled organisms. So there wasn't much consciousness. You know, all a cell can do is um, react to something, um, like a stimulus and a response. And then we went through the next cycle or wave, which was the mammalian cycle. And so we went from one-celled organism to a whole creature, animals, plants, humans. And that took uh, billions, well, millions of years before that happened. And at that consciousness level, it took 63 million years to raise your consciousness. So the first humans went through a consciousness. It would take 63 million years for them to go through a consciousness. Quite a long time. And then the third wave was the familial wave. So okay, we've had some primates and all, and maybe, you know, Cro-Magnon man and all of that. Now now we've, we've got uh, Neanderthal man and started the first family. So now we have family units. And once you have family units, then you start conversing with each other. And uh, so that, you know, imparted some information. And what happened? Well, you have to uh, communicate through some means, whether it's through hand signals, whether it's through pictures, and obviously, you know, they used a lot of pictures. But language started to be developed then, and that took 3.2 million years for them to go through a consciousness shift. A long time. And then the fourth cycle, the fourth wave came around, and that's the tribal cycle. So now these families got together, and they found that, oh, well, we can increase our chances of survival if we work together. And so they formed a tribe. 
And this obviously birthed even more of the growth of language and communications with one another and some uh, small structures of, of society. And that took 160,000 years for them to go through a consciousness cycle. So things were pretty slow then. And we go to the fifth cycle, and I'll call it the fifth wave, and that, become the, that became the cultural cycle or regions started to develop. And cultures started to develop. So these tribes started to come together, and, you know, you could notice that one tribe had a particular way of um, decorating their clothes or creating pottery or weapons. And another tribe had a different way and a little bit different language or dialect. And so we had these nuances starting, and that developed cultures. And that took 8,000 years for them to go through a consciousness cycle. All right, so thousands of years after that, then we started the sixth wave, which is the national cycle. And... um, Nations started to form. And once nations start to form, then there's trade. There's even more trade than what may have happened in the cultural cycle. And there's nation states that are developing. And there's their own uh, power, their own governance, their own political system, their own societal system. Um, So... And that took 400 years for us to go through a consciousness cycle, and thereabouts. And these numbers that I just gave you were numbers that that I got when when Ian taught the class. Um, when I read Dr. Kellman's book, uh, The Nine Ways of Creation, he did change the the time frames for these shifts to go through, and and increased them a bit. But you get the idea. So the seventh wave um, is called the planetary wave. So now we know that there's different nations across the earth. Now we have the consciousness to say, oh, we live on a planet. So now we've increased our consciousness to view not just as a nation, but we live as a bunch of nations on one planet, on planet earth. And then when we left that one, well, we don't actually leave a wave. I'll get to that in a moment. But, but they all kind of keep going because they're waves, and once they start, they don't stop, and they're all kind of running simultaneously. Uh, but as we went up in consciousness, we get the galactic wave, the eighth wave, or the eighth cycle. And so now we, now we understand that we're no longer just a planet, but we're part of a solar system, and not just a solar system, but we're part of a galaxy, you know, uh, when I was growing up in, in um, elementary school and, you know, you would learn about the solar system and, you'd be, you know, you make those models and all that. And that was really what we focused on. I'm not this ancient. I mean, really, I'm not that ancient. But, you know, that's what we focus on. I mean, in, in um, middle school science or even high school science back then, we didn't talk about galaxies that much, you know. It wasn't talked about. Now, it's standard 
conversation, practically, that we talked about the Milky Way galaxy and all these other galaxies. And then the final wave, the ninth wave, and by the way, it takes 20 years. Excuse me. I don't know if I said this, but the planetary wave, that was 20 years and it got recalculated, I think, from 20 years to 39.4 years to go through a consciousness shift. So that was tremendously faster. And it goes 20 times faster, um, 20-fold increase as you go up in consciousness, as you go up in these waves. And so in the galactic cycle, we went through a shift every two years. And that was like back in the 2000s, you know, at the turn of the of the century, that was we were going through a consciousness shift every two years. And we entered the ninth and the final wave got activated, let's put it that way, got activated on March 9th, 2011. And that wave is the universal wave. We see that we live in a universe, and as I talk about the universe, I talk about the universe with a capital U. (laughs) Uh, I I see it as a container that holds multiverses, uh, multiple universes. So this universe now we see Oh, there's multiple galaxies. There's other universes. We talk about alternate realities. We talk about portals. We talk talk about a lot of things now that were never in our consciousness, even back 100 years ago, 50 years ago maybe. It's the 50th anniversary of our, you know, landing a man on the moon. And now we've gone gone universal (laughs) since then. Really, we've gone galactic since then and universal since then. And major shifts have happened. And if your consciousness is in resonance with this ninth wave, you go through or have gone through a consciousness shift every 20 days, or as Carl Kellerman has, I think, recalculated every 36 days. So about every month, anyways, you in this wave, would go through a consciousness shift. And that's huge. That's monumental. That's like, what in the world is happening? <laughs> and so let me back up a bit. These waves, once they start, they don't stop. The first wave is going, the second wave is going, all these waves are going, and it depends on where you are individually on your consciousness level, what wave, what wave you happen to be riding on. So the sixth wave, the national wave, is very much uh, operational now because there's some countries that are still operating very much in that nation-state mentality, for example, out in the Middle East. So uh, they're still operating on that wave a lot. And... It's up to us individually where we are on a particular wave. Now, according to Dr. Kellerman, the Mayan calendar ended on October 28, 2011, not 2012. It got recalculated. What does this mean? Well, that means that ninth wave we've gone through, and, and 
the other thing I need to tell you is each wave has days and nights. Days are when we put things into practice, we, we gather more light, we gather more information, it's very creative. The nighttime is when we, we integrate more, uh, we go in more. Uh, it's, it's, it's like a Mercury retrograde that I've had the worst Mercury retrograde experience of all today. And, and then it also can be chaotic during the night. So these days and nights come during every wave. We go through these days and nights. And why Dr. Kellerman said that the Mayan calendar actually ended on October 28, 2011 is because all of these waves with their days and nights synchronized so everything was in the day. Everything was on a day. And so we were bringing in the most light we could at that time. And we bring in this light from, from the, our, our Milky Way galaxy. And um, so where are we now in all of this? Well, we're at a place in human history where obviously we all know we're at a turning point. Um, And it's interesting what Dr. Kellerman talks about in the nine waves of creation because it really mirrors what's happening in the astrology, and I was going to ask him that. Um, and hopefully we can reschedule so I can I can get his point of view and you don't just hear my regurgitation of his book and what I've learned. Um, but we are... We are learning and growing and coming into higher resonance with unity consciousness. And when you come into unity consciousness, what does that mean? Well, it means that you realize you are no longer separate from anything or anyone else. That there is no other. That you are it. And you realize that no matter what you do, what you think, what you say, it impacts the whole. It's like throwing a pebble into a pond and it creates ripples. And when you get to a particular frequency so that you resonate at this wave, you come into what's called conscious co-creation. And I talk about this in Hardwired to Heaven. And I I give uh, one way of uh, using tools to create your deepest desires, your heart's desire, because I use the heart's electromagnetic field and teach you how to use that in order to create. And I say in the book that once you resonate a particular frequency, you no longer need my seven, my stairway to heaven, my seven steps of the stairway to heaven, as I call it, to, to create your deepest desires. Because, like the Hopi said, that there would come a point when we would think a thought 
and created at the same time. Now, you can imagine that you can't just flip a switch and say, okay, we're all going to become conscious co-creators on, you know, on this date. Uh, this is all a process because if we did, what would happen? Well, we would, it's like giving a loaded gun to a three-year-old, you know. I mean, we, we do pretty much what we're doing now is we're the destroyer. So not a good idea. So that's why it's all a process, and it takes time, but we're in accelerated time. And as Ian would say, it feels like time is speeding up when really, in essence, in reality, creation is speeding up. Because we can create things a heck of a lot faster now than we could when we were cro magnet man, and it took millions of years before, oh, I can take this stone and use it as a hammer, you know. So things are happening more rapidly. And the astrology of this time, with Saturn and Pluto and Capricorn, and coming into that conjunction, conjunction, professing this January, oh boy, we can see that we have some challenges ahead for us. So, and what Dr. Kellerman says is that... Um, there's going to be a lot of changes in our economic structure, which we've already seen. Um, it's just, uh, there's a tendency in the U.S. towards a disintegration of the political system, and the rules are increasingly being broken, and we can see this. This can lead to an economic downturn, which could bring much of the rest of the world, obviously, with it, with us, because in the U.S. here, because it's a, it's a global economy now. And we can see what's happening in this country. You know, we're going back to this nation-state mentality. Now, as I said, all these waves are still running. The sixth wave is still running. That's the nation-state mentality. And, and it's going against, say, Iran, for example, that's still in the nation-state mentality, and what happens then? So we're in very volatile times, but if we don't have change, we don't change. You know, if we always do what we've always done, we'll always get what we've always got, right? We have to go through these changes, and that's the only way that we'll come through all of this. So... And September of 2019, we go into the night, I think, of the eighth wave. Um, and like I say, there's days and nights of, of these waves. And uh, so we can see maybe something will happen this fall then, because it is a night. Will, will it be some kind of altercation between the U.S. and Iran? Will it be a downturn in the economy, in the global economy? What may happen? I don't know. But the, he says the success of humanity depends on the rise of the feminine. And this eighth wave favors the right brain, the intuitive side, the feminine side. Um, so we can see it's interesting what's happening now in the U.S. with uh, those four female uh, senators or congresswomen that are of color. And when President Trump said that, you know, 
you don't love this country, go back to the country which you came from. You know, you can go go back. Um, but no, it's the rise of the feminine, and it was all women. He didn't say that to four men. He said it to four women. And this is really important right now, but what's happening right now, too, is this equality between genders. And what's coming up, too, with the, um, the Epstein case and uh, with the Catholic Church and other religious organizations or even in the schools, all this, you know, not only children, but also women being, you know, sexually molested. Um, and so all of this is coming up now to light. That's, that's Pluto and Capricorn just unearthing all of the stuff that's been hidden. All these secrets are coming up. Um, so as we go through all of this anarchy and chaos and whatever, the ninth wave is coming in. And it, it takes work to get there. It takes work to reach the ninth wave, he says. And he likens it to the Garden of Eden and the Golden Age. And it could take another, you know, 200 years to fully have everybody on board. Like I said, this is all a process. And it's up to us to work to get there. And... uh, He talks about a dualistic mind, that a dualistic mind sees that we're going through this, you know, these earth changes and this cycle, this earth catastrophe cycle that I had uh, Ben Davidson on, and he talked about this and that science scientists have all this evidence to show that the earth has gone through these cycles before and the indigenous have passed us down, and, you know, we have the Hopi talking about the end of the fifth and the beginning of the sixth world and, you know, the new sun and all of this because all of this happened. But he's talking about if we don't go through this dualistic mind, but we come into this unity consciousness and we think that way that we can, you know, that there is a purpose to everything, and that purpose is for us to promote higher consciousness and to work together and to be of service, then we may be able to mitigate, maybe? I have to ask him. Hopefully he'll come back on the show. Uh, mitigate those, those huge earth changes? Uh, deter them? Um, I don't know. But I agree with him that the universe is not random. These waves are waves of creation of creation and of consciousness that come from this cosmic egg or this cosmic axis that he calls it, which looks like the uh, holographic grid unit I talk about in my book, Hardwired to Heaven. Uh, it's really interesting. But it's all coming from there. Call it God, call it source, call it, you know, the great central sun, whatever. But that's all coming at us, and it's coming with intelligence, light carries information. And so the universe, as I say, the universe is on purpose. It's not random. And 
he says the same thing. So it's up to us to choose a purposeful life. And when we do that, when we do things not for our own, you know, not of our own ego, but we do it for the good of all, then we can shift things here on earth. And I'm going to read a, um, a quote from his book. At the ninth level, we can hardly talk about a free will because if the ego plays no separate role and your actions are determined in resonance with all that is, we can hardly talk about it as free. At this highest level, when we are freely in resonance with the ninth wave, our lives will not be about running separate individual agendas, but about fulfilling an aspect of the divine plan for humanity. There are will no longer be separate ego that acts only on the individual's behalf. Instead, as we, in a unity state of consciousness, surrender to our higher selves, we act on behalf of the divine in its plan for humanity. Joy will then never come from your agenda of being separate, but from the harmony that is created with all that is. So that's what we need to choose. And um, as we go through this change, this monumental change in consciousness, um, he does give us steps to attain this unity consciousness in his book. And let me give them for you now. The first one is understand the nature of creation. If you read his book, The Nine Ways of Creation, it will help you. Uh, you can use a calculator to align yourself with the ninth way. If you go to uh, www.xzone.com.au slash ninthwave.php, you can access a calendar there. Or number 2 near n-e-a-r dot com forward slash edge the word edge e-d-g-e slash c-a-r slash and you can use that and you can go there and you'll you'll see the calendar you'll see where we are if we're in a day and night and you can align yourself remember the nights are like Mercury retrogrades, <laughs> you know, you do the reads and you go within and you integrate. And the days are when you, okay, it's time to do something. It's time to start something. It's time to be creative. It's time to bring in more light, more information. The third thing you can do is heal yourself. And probably most of you listening to this show today have been working on that. You know, uh, uh how do you heal yourself when I used to teach massage and we'd have the new class come in, I would say, you know, you are helping humanity and we're healing humanity through one body at a time. And that's really true. Uh, Number four, he says you can do it through political activism, take political action to develop change, to bring change to this country and to the world. We see that now in Puerto Rico. And five, developing a personal relationship with the one, with the divine, with source. 
We need guidance directly from source for directing our lives, he says. And uh, becoming one with the divine, that is our purpose. It's been my pleasure and my honor um, to give you this information today, no matter how (laughs) chopped up it was. Um, I I hope that Dr. Kalanen will agree to come back on and you can hear from him. And I hope this has been informational for you. And I do pray that we all go into our hearts and learn from them and follow your heart because that is what's connected to that cosmic access. Because you have your own sacred core, as I call it. It's interesting that it's the cosmic access that he uses that term, and I call it the sacred core in my book. It's, it's a holographic, it's a holofractal universe, and he talks about that in his book too, and I talk about that in Hardware to Heaven. That that point where the four chambers of your heart meet, that sacred coordinate is mirrored out on the unified field or in this cosmic access, as he calls it. And that you were birthed from the meeting of those lines of energy. And that the universe flows through you. You are in the universe and it is through and it moves through you. And through that, everything is accessible to you. And when you understand that, you understand the power that you have and what it means truly be divine. If you want more information about my book, unfortunately it is no longer in, in uh, print, but you can go to my website, joanserio.com, J-O-A-N-C-E-R-I-O.com. Go to the store page, and on the store page you can purchase webinars that contain the majority of the information in my book. You can get them individually or all together. And you'll have all that information. And you can download them and you can listen to them at any time. And I encourage you to buy Dr. Kelman's book, The Nine Ways of Creation. He's got a new book coming out. And that's called Quantum Science of Psychedelics, The Pineal Gland, Multidimensional Reality, and the Mind Cosmology that's due out in March of 2020. I'm so glad you stayed with me today. (laughs) You listened to the show. Again, put it out there, and Mr. Kelvin will will say, yes, I'll do this again. And please stay tuned for next week's show, where I will have Tom Palladino from ScalarLight.com. We'll talk about scalar energy and his instrument called Scalar Light and how it can be used to improve the human condition. And I hope that's why you're here. That's why I'm here. Thank you, everyone for listening today. Much love. And
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.